0: Welcome to Wyoming Pathway to Adventure, places to go and ways to enjoy Wyoming's great outdoors. Brought to you by Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. Howdy, this is Pathfinder Bruce Shiliano and our guest today is Wyoming State Parks interpretive ranger Angelina Stancampiano to chat about Sinks Canyon State Park. Hello, Angelina.
1: Hi, Bruce.
0: So um, tell us a bit about Sinks Canyon State Park.
1: Sinks Canyon is a beautiful canyon park just outside of Lander. It's about 600 acres and it's just
0: magnificent. What makes it so magnificent?
1: If you've been to Sinks, you know what I'm talking about. And if not, schedule a trip immediately sinks Canyon is just a magical place to be you drive in and it is a canyon so you have canyon walls on either side and then there's the middle fork of the Poposia river that flows through the canyon as its name implies there's a sink as well as a rise where the Poposia goes into the rock and then comes out the other side And both the sink and the rise are visible to our guests. So the sinks is just outside of the visitor center. And the rise, there's a special area down by sawmill. So the sinks is like a waterfall and it just disappears into the canyon. And then the rise, there's a huge trout pool with the biggest trout you've ever seen uh, for visitors to go and overlook. And the canyon just has this feeling of isolation in a good way because you're within the canyon walls and you feel like you can see into eternity down into Lander.
0: How far out of Lander is it?
1: It's about six miles, so really easy to get to from town.
0: Now a lot of people that may not be familiar with the name Proposia, it doesn't quite look like Proposia when you... Could you spell that for sure. us, please?
1: It's P-O-P-O, new word, A-G-I-E. So it, when we have visitors call, sometimes they'll say Popo Aggie, and we know what they're talking about. Uh, and so we say poposia in return. Poposia is a crow word for gurgling water. And that river is definitely has some gurgling water.
0: What kind of distance is there between the sinks and the rise?
1: I think it's about a mile between the two and it seems totally backwards in your head when you're there like where it goes in and where it comes out on the other side of the road but the most backwards part that you might not know with the naked eye is that more water comes out than goes in so the water that goes in at the sinks more comes out at the rise and they did a dye test to be able to tell how long the water was under, and it took hours for it to come out, and it should not take hours. So there's really no definitive answer where that extra water is coming from or why the water takes so long to travel such a short distance.
0: So we don't really know what happens when it goes underground. Nope, the sinks
1: hold secrets.
0: What kind of outdoor recreation opportunities are available at Sinks Canyon?
1: Sinks is a world class climbing destination. So we have a lot of climbers that enjoy the area. There are also a network of trails for all ability types. So we have some nice trails just around the visitor center. We have a nature trail or classroom trail, and then we have some that If you're adjusted to the altitude, you might enjoy hiking up into the canyon.
0: How far are we talking in terms of altitude?
1: Well, for us flatlanders, I'm putting myself in that category, from Oklahoma. Um, So lander itself is at about 6,000 feet. So you're not gaining a ton of altitude, but you gain it fast enough that if you're not used to it, it can kick you out. So if you're used to some altitude, Uh, I would suggest one of those trails that goes way up in the canyon and you'll have beautiful views overlooking the park.
0: In terms of climbing, do you need a permit to climb within the park?
1: No, you do not need a permit. We have a really great group of climbers who not only come and recreate at our park, but they're the ones that are volunteering and helping maintain some of these trails and maintain the routes. They also work to provide uh, doggy doo-doo bags to make sure that people are using bags to remove their pet's waste and uh, just overall contributing to the maintenance and beauty of the park.
0: How about if you've never climbed before, are there any uh, folks there in Lander that you could hire as a climbing guide and perhaps do some climbing?
1: I think there are some guides in town, uh, and it's, from what I've heard, a really accessible area to, to climb in. Uh, again, I usually avoid anything that could cause broken bones, uh, knowing my gracefulness. Uh, so I have not hooked in yet, but maybe one day. We have a proposed via ferrata, which is uh, a climbing route that has the ability for people who have maybe never climbed before to be able to break into that sport. And for us, uh, the ability to invite people into parks and learn to appreciate and enjoy the outdoors is what we're here for. And as state parks, we have a really unique position in that we are these beautiful natural areas, but we're there for public use. There are public lands like Forest Service, or even TNC, the Nature Conservancy, preserves. And the preserves do just that. They preserve the entire ecosystem. So they have very little visitor use allowed. And we're somewhere in that sweet spot in the middle. We maintain our parks for visitor usage. So for example, we have uh, some reintroduced peregrine falcons in the area, which is really cool for visitors to see. And these peregrines nest up on cliffs and they choose a different spot every year. And so it's not like you can put a sign like peregrines nesting right here and attach it to the wall. You know, if you do that, then they'll definitely nest somewhere else. So we wait until they decide where they're going to nest and post temporary closures. And our visitors are very respectful of that. So it's finding that balance between preserving a natural area but allowing people the opportunity to experience it. And how are we ever going to instill that love of the landscape and that advocacy for protecting it if we don't invite people into parks? If no one ever grew up experiencing parks or even in their older years weren't allowed the opportunity to hike or to climb, why, why would future generations ever strive to protect it? So what we do is allow people to come in and enjoy the outdoors just as much as we do and hopefully teach them to do it in the best most sustainable and way to protect our environment as possible
0: speaking of instilling these kind of uh, mindsets into people do you do interpretive programs at the park we do
1: and as you know interpretation is what i do and you don't become an interpreter without that passion so i worked with beach nesting birds for about five years, I've also worked with small mammals. So I, too, appreciate our avian life and the outdoors at large. We do a number of programs. I mean, sinks is just a treasure trove of things to interpret. We also are working on our dark sky program and becoming an international dark sky site. So we had a star party, and we look forward to doing more dark sky events moving forward. We had a camp, water, wildlife, and Wyoming, where we had a day on each of those topics. We had the Wyoming Geological Survey, we had a gold panner, and we played games about carrying capacity and invasive species, and um, that's really fun for me as a biologist, to talk to kids about all of those things.
0: How would folks find out about these programs?
1: We advertise on our social media, so our Instagram or our Facebook page. And we also do old school flyers in town in Lander. Lander is one of those communities that has some great like, physical bulletin boards. And then we promote in uh, local papers and everything like that. But the best way is to tune in to our Facebook or Instagram. And that way, uh, if something crazy happens and we have to update, you can stay informed.
0: Are there campgrounds at the park?
1: there are there are several campgrounds there's the poposia and the sawmill and that sawmill is another kind of funny one there was a sawmill in the 1920s right there in the park so the sawmill campground is an ode to that and you can see that sawmill name throughout the area so there's tent camping and rv camping and there are also yurts which are um if you've not have you seen the yurt Bruce?
0: I've seen yurts.
1: Okay. So they have a platform, and they're like a permanent tent structure. And ours have heat, and they have a fan, and they have beds within them. Really cool, wood, natural-looking with your state-of-the-art mattresses. Uh, So there's all levels of yurts and different sizes. There's one yurt that sits almost right on the Popoja, and then there's like the Grand Master Yurt, number four, that sleeps like 16 um, and it has its own deck and fire pit so those are a great way if maybe you don't have all the camping supplies or if you're coming with small kids or like me I stay there a lot just because it's easier than setting up my own tent or maybe you're um, coming during a cold time and want a heater I've done that too the yurts are a really great option
0: These are by reservation?
1: Yes, so you can reserve the yurts by calling sinks or online.
0: How about uh, outdoor recreation opportunities for disabled people?
1: Yes, so the sinks and the rise that I talked about are both accessible um, with a wheelchair and the bathrooms are all accessible and I've been told the cleanest vault toilet some people have ever seen. Um, and there are some paved trails throughout the park.
0: Are the yurts accessible? They are. What sort of wildlife can you find in the park?
1: Sinks has your full gamut of wildlife. Um, we were seeing some butterflies, some stone flies, and then uh, birds. There was a snipe there that I I enjoyed and there are American dippers that nest. American dippers are my third favorite bird. I do have them ranked. So dippers are those little like drab gray birds that you see in freshwater. Um, They like fast moving and usually alpine. So blink and you miss them a lot of times. But we have a pair that are nesting behind the essentially what's a waterfall at the sinks and they build their nests they're like perfect little dream fairy creatures they build their nests out of moss behind a waterfall like how cute is that so they're one of my favorite things i've recently seen at sinks
0: they actually go underwater
1: yes yes they spend so much time in the water but they're not they don't look like a duck so if you're maybe not a learned birder you might not look at that little gray bird and think that it lives in the water, dives under the water, but it does.
0: Well, thanks for stopping by today, Angelina, and have a good day.
1: Thanks, Bruce.
0: Join us each week on Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Your outdoor adventure awaits in Wyoming.